Thank you for joining us today. As we continue this vital series on how we can win the battle over all kinds of temptations, God gives us everything we need to meet the challenges and enjoy the victories in our earthly lives. He assures us that He will not allow us to be tempted above our ability to resist the temptation and that He will give us a way to escape it. Why then do we repeatedly lose the battle over temptation? Listen closely with Bible, pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us on how we can win the battle over all kinds of temptations. When we're filled with the Holy Spirit, there comes joy, the spirit of singing. Uh, When we're filled with the Spirit, there comes liberation, uh, enthusiasm, all because of being filled by the Spirit. Now, you say, what does it mean to be filled by the Spirit? It says, but be filled by the Spirit. You know, be filled by the Spirit. To be filled with the Spirit is to allow the Holy Spirit to be in control of our lives. This is a doctrinal aspect to this message. To be filled with the Spirit is to allow the Holy Spirit to be what? In control of our lives. The Holy Spirit is a gift given to all believers in Jesus Christ without exception. Anyone who is genuinely saved has the Holy Spirit living within him or her. Okay? The Holy Spirit is a gift given to all believers in Jesus Christ without exception. The Bible teaches that anyone who accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior receives the Holy Spirit at the moment of salvation. As a matter of fact, it is the Holy Spirit that's working the work of regeneration as you're being saved. At that moment, the Holy Spirit is working in the salvific process. It's all happening simultaneously. When you receive Jesus, you're also receiving the Holy Spirit. Y'all getting quiet. You're listening now. And I want you to because this is doctrinal and this is how you resist temptation. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13a says, In him, Jesus, you also, after listening to the message of truth, the word of God, the gospel of your salvation, having believed. Once you hear the word of God preached, or you may read the word of God and be saved, you know what? It is the Holy Spirit working the work of regeneration in you at that same point. So God is working in you at salvation. The Holy Spirit is working with you. And Jesus, the whole Trinity, is working at the point of salvation in your life. If anyone does not have the Holy Spirit living in his or her heart, they are not saved and do not belong to Christ. Someone say, I don't, I don't have the Holy Spirit. Then you're saying you're not saved. You are not saved. You say, how do you know that? Can you say, the scripture. Romans chapter 8 verse 9. It's all there. In Romans chapter 8 verse 9 it says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Okay, it's not Draper talking. This is the word. You don't even belong to Christ if you don't have the spirit. You're saved by the Holy Spirit. You say you're saved by Jesus? Yeah. You're saved by the Holy Spirit. You're saved by God. They're all at work in the salvific process. To be filled with the Holy Spirit is, listen to this now, you're listening really good and I'm glad. To be filled with the Holy Spirit is also the freedom for him to occupy and work in every part of the believer's life. 
To be filled with the Holy Spirit is also the freedom for the Holy Spirit to occupy and work in every part of the believer's life. You don't compartmentalize the Holy Spirit. You give him total access to your life. Total. You know, in other words, if I'm not going to call a name because you say, oh, well, I know she's not like him. So if there's a person in here, so I'm not going to call a name. Uh, and you invited my, my wife and I to come to, to your house. And you said we could spend a week in your house and you're going to, you want to take a vacation and we just got the whole house to have this. Enjoy yourself. But when we get in your house, we try to go to the pantry. It's locked. <laughs> we try to open the freezer. It's locked. We, we try to get in your swimming pool in the backyard. The gate is locked. Uh, all we can do is use the restroom, the fridge, and not even the freezer. Am I in the house? Yes. Am I in, the, am I in your house? Yes. But do I have freedom in your house? Do I have access to your total house? Right. And so I'm in the house, but I'm grieved. I don't feel comfortable. I'm not at home in your house because you've restricted me and you have compartmentalized me. And that's what some of you do with the Holy Spirit. You want him to have enough of you to be saved. You don't want to give him full access because if he does, he starts dealing with the sin in your life. <laughs> he starts convicting you. Uh, he starts pruning you. He start bringing things to mind that you need to deal with. When he has total access, you look more like Jesus. You hanging in there? To be filled with the Holy Spirit is also the freedom for him to occupy and work in every part of the believer's life. Beloved, if you are not a believer in Jesus Christ, then you cannot overcome temptation. Because the Holy Spirit is the one who empowers you to resist temptation. You see, that's a temptation. He's the one. When he's living in you, when he has total access to your life, when he's in control of your life, when he's influencing your life, when he's governing and guiding and ruling your life, then you have power resident within you to be unleashed against the devil, his demonic forces, and to, to stand and resist temptation. B. Beloved, at the moment we receive Christ as our personal Savior, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Say sealed by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, which is God's seal on his people and his claim on us as his very own. I reiterate it again. Beloved, at the moment we receive Christ as our personal Savior, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit, which is is God's seal on his people and his claim on us as his very own. Ephesians 1.13 says, In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation in whom you believe, having believed, when you believe, as you believe, you, you were sealed, underline it, sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. At, at, at conversion, you are sealed, and no one can unseal you. 
The gift of the Holy Spirit to believers is a down payment of our heavenly inheritance. The gift of the Holy Spirit to believers is the down payment of our heavenly inheritance, which Christ has promised us and secured for us at the cross. It is because the Spirit has filled us that we are assured of our salvation. Absolutely no one can break the seal of God within us. No one can break the seal. You are sealed all the way from time into eternity. You are sealed at conversion. The Holy Spirit is given to believers as a first installment to assure us that our full inheritance as children of God will be delivered and confirms to us that we belong to God who grants us his spirit. And we have all the things that God has prepared for us. We can say we, we are joint heirs with God. We can partake of it because we are his child. We are filled by the spirit. We are sealed by the spirit. And we have access to his inheritance because we are his children. Let me give you a C, and then I'll lighten up on this doctrine here. At the moment of our salvation, at the moment of our salvation, we are indwelt by the Spirit of God. Say indwelt. We are indwelt by the, the indwelling of the Spirit. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit is God taking up permanent residence in the heart of those who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ as Savior alone. I say it again. At the moment of salvation, we are indwelt by the Spirit of God. The indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit is God taking up permanent, not part-time. The Holy Spirit doesn't come in and out. Even when you do something wrong, or when you think something wrong, say something wrong, wrong motive, wrong attitude, the Holy Spirit said, he doesn't say, I'm out of here. No, no, he doesn't say that. He stays right in it, but he's grieved. He's grieved because he expects more of you than you're delivering. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit is God taking a permanent residence in the heart of those who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ as Savior. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16 says, Do you not know that you are God's temple? This body is the temple of God. Your fingers is the temple of God. Your eyes is the temple of God. That's why you don't put your eyes on anything. Your private parts are part of the temple of God. That's why you don't lay and play with everybody. Because your pro- That's why some folk get everything ate up. Because they mess around. And they lose everything and can't have children. They become impotent because they've lost control of themselves and they've grieved the Holy Spirit. Do you not know that you are God's temple? We are the temple of God and that the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost that's interchangeable dwells in you. Because we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit at the moment of salvation We have the power of God within us to resist and stand against the devil and temptation. 
I say it again. Because we are indwelt. Say indwelt. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Because we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit, at the moment of salvation, we have the power of God within us to resist and stand against Satan, temptation, and Satan. Also, because we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit, we cannot be possessed by the devil. Many believers think they can be possessed by the devil. You cannot be possessed by the devil because of the Holy Spirit who lives in you, who is God, and God will not be possessed with a devil in you. Okay? Okay? However, uh oh, <laughs> we can be influenced by Satan if we do not allow the Holy Spirit to take control over the totality of our lives. You can, you can be influenced if you don't allow the Holy Spirit to have free reign, control, to rule and govern. You can be influenced and sometimes you look like the devil because you've been influenced like him, by him. People think you possess when you're just influenced. You know? You, 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 know, you tell somebody that's influenced, they just look cross-eyed, they look crazy. They talk crazy. They don't make sense. They don't add up. You see. So you can be influenced, but not possessed. Because of the God in you is greater. One more and I'll be done. At the moment of our salvation, we are also baptized in the Holy Spirit. So the moment we are saved, we are filled by the Spirit. Huh? We are sealed by the Spirit, and we are indwelt by the Spirit. Now we are baptized in the Holy Spirit at conversion. At the moment of our salvation, we are also baptized in the Holy Spirit. You say, what is that? Which is the placing, the actual placing of believers into the body of Christ. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is not speaking in tongues. It is not a second blessing. It is the placing of believers in the body of Christ. There are many feelings, but there's only one baptism. Now you're getting quiet, but it's true. And I'm going to show you from the scripture. Baptism of the Holy Spirit is a gracious gift from God. It's a gracious gift from God. It is not something to be sought after I'm seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You know, no, no, no. Nowhere in the word it, does it say seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It is not something to be sought after or even pray for. I'm praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, tongues was assigned to unbelievers, not believers. On the day of Pentecost, they spoke in languages. The, act, the people spoke in languages that they couldn't that they couldn't speak. And that was the miracle. People that had come everywhere and converged upon Jerusalem, they were hearing the gospel in their own language. It was not a bunch of gibberish. Gibberish. It is not something to be sought after or prayed for. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is that work of God whereby the Spirit of God places the believer into union with Christ and into union with other believers. In the body of Christ at the moment of our salvation. In other words, the, the Holy Spirit places us in the body of Christ. You say, where's the scripture on this for heaven's sake? First Corinthians chapter 12, 
verses 12 through 13, it says, the human body has many parts. You have fingers, toes, eyes, ears, and all of that. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up the whole body. You know, you don't just say, I'm a finger. You know, they say, who are you? Uh, what's your name? I'm a finger. I'm an ear. No, <laughs> no, no. It makes up the whole body. Whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Verse 13. Some of us are Jews. Some are Gentiles. Non-Jewish people. Some are slaves and servants. Some are free. But look. But we have all been baptized. Look, been, not will be, been baptized into one body, that's the body of Christ, by one spirit. And we all share in the same spirit. All share in the same spirit. All of us. We don't seek a second blessing. We don't seek nobody how to teach you how to speak in tongues. We can't even speak English good. You know, connect. Oh, I wish I had time to talk about this later on when we get to those books. I can't do it all because I'm dealing with temptation now. In closing, beloved, being followers of Christ gives evidence that you possess and are filled with the Holy Spirit. Being followers of Christ give evidence that you are possessed by Christ and are filled with the Holy Spirit. Only when you are filled by the Spirit, only when you are empowered by the Spirit, controlled by the Spirit, indwelt by the Spirit, sealed by the Spirit, are you baptized in the Spirit? Are you able to be alert? Resist Satan in temptation, confront Satan in temptation, and win the battle over temptation and the strategies of Satan. Yield not to temptation, for yielding is sin. Each victory will help some others to win. Fight manfully onward, dark passions subdue. Look ever to Jesus, he will carry you through. Shun evil companions, bad language, disdain, God's name hold in reverence, nor take it in vain. Be thoughtful and earnest, kind-hearted and true. Look, look, look. Look ever to Jesus. He will carry you through. Ask the Savior to help you, comfort, strengthen, and keep you. He is willing to aid you. He, Jesus Christ alone, is able to carry you through. How many of you believe that today? How many of you received that today? How many of you received that today? God wants you free. God wants you emancipated. God wants you uh, liberated so that you can live a life that reflects him.
to the maximum of your potential to the glory of Christ. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Let's pray. And Father, thank you for this message. I know many saints are saying, what did he just say? That's why you want us to come to church every Sunday. Because every time we miss, we miss something you really wanted us to know. Father, there are many here who have been saved by the Spirit. And the Spirit of God lives within them. But believers don't allow the Holy Spirit free access in their lives. Father, help us to let go of ourselves. You live in us, even though grief, I'm so glad you don't depart us because of our ignorance, negligence, arrogance, pride. Thank you for the feeling of the Holy Spirit. And Father, there are many feelings. Because, you say, how we know as many feelings? Because the scripture says, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Many feelings. I prayed this morning asking you to fill me with the Holy Spirit to preach this message to this congregation so it'll make sense and, res- and spiritually resonate in the hearts of people because only sound doctrine will set lives free. I'm so privileged to stand here because I got the answer to you and I received the stricter judgment for what I dispense to the people of God. And I pray, Lord, that your people would wake up and realize that greatness lives within them. The Holy Spirit is a great God. Jehovah God is a great God. Jesus is a great God. Thank you, Lord. And we repent when we disregarded you and did that which was rebellious and contrary to your divine purposes and will. Let thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's children said, You heard the message today? God's word taught you today. Now what you gonna do with it? Some of you should have moved last Sunday and you didn't. Some of you should have moved Sunday before. Some of you should have moved last Sunday. And some of you, let, Satan's talking in your, your ear saying, well, this is my first Sunday. I'll wait a while. Who told you you got, who told you you have a tomorrow or next week or next month? Who told you that? Listen, the day you hear God's voice according to his word, the word of God says, heart not your heart. And let me, l- listen at this. Every time You reject the invitation knowing that you are not right with God. You're not saved by God, or perhaps you're saved by God, but you don't have a church home with the people of God. Your heart becomes a little bit harder. Every time you rebel, your heart becomes a little bit harder, and it's easier to rebel a little bit more. Stop it. Stop it right now and surrender. God has a tremendous inheritance, spiritual inheritance prepared just for you and all believers. And we welcome you into the kingdom of God. And we welcome you into the church of God to the glory of God. 
and let not that devil speak in your thinking and you resist the promptings of the Holy Spirit to your own spiritual detriment. Whosoever call upon the name of Jesus will be saved. Come now, in Jesus' name, amen. God is all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. Nothing catches him by surprise. He is always ready, willing, and able to hear us, answer our prayers, and sustain us. When we call upon the Lord, Satan will flee, because he and his limited power can in no way stand in the presence of our power source. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Ponverse, Texas, 78109 directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to worship with us on Grandparents' Day, Sunday, September the 10th at 10 a.m., During this special worship celebration, grandparents will be honored for the spiritual foundation they have laid to guide present and future generations through life's earthly journey. Join us. You will be spiritually blessed. The Maranatha Bible Church invites you to join us for a family symposium on Wednesday, September the 13th at 6.30 p.m. The first book of the Bible emphasizes the priority God placed on the family when he created us in his image. In this event, we will be featuring professionals who will present a wide range of topics on vital issues, which will educate and strengthen the family.